are. I'm going to pull up my chat so I can see where we're going live right now. We're live on Facebook. We're live on YouTube, Twitch, and also Twitter via Periscope. Thanks, everybody, for being here. It is September 30th, the last day of September this year. is almost out of here. Tomorrow will be October um, as we move forward into fall. Please uh, give us a chat. Give us a shout. Um, letting us know that you're here as we assemble. Kim had to go and run and grab her drink. Matt already had his. And then here I am with my cauldron a la Game of Thrones. Hey, guys. Hey. How's it going? It's going well. It's, it's going well? You're having a good night? I'm good having night a so good far? night. Cool, cool, cool. All right, so um, as people start to come on in... I'm going to take a sip or two. Um, please let us know where you're watching from, who you are, and where you're watching from, and give us a shout out. It should scroll on the screen right about there if everything works, but I have a new setup tonight, so we're just going to do the best that we can. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, we're live. We're live in all the spaces. All right, so tonight I'm, I'm joined by Cousin Matthew, who is in New York. And I'm also <laughs> I'm also joined by cousin Kim, who's in Illinois. Oh. I, don't, I think you're muted. Oh, I, I I was muted. I was like, wait. There you go. <laughs> hey, hi, how's everybody doing? So we're just gonna chill for the next hour or so and just talk about love and life and madness in the times of uh COVID nineteen. Did you all see any of that debacle uh called a debate last night? I refused oh, yes. to watch it. I said, you know what? This one I'm gonna sit at this I'm gonna sit this one out. Oh, my theater teacher's here. Hello, my baby. Hi, theater teacher. My high school theater teacher, Jeanette Mon Mungo's here. So you said you weren't gonna you weren't gonna I, hang out in this. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna sit this one out. I'll let you guys handle that. Smart you idea. Know, and see how that goes. And let me know how everything goes later on. You know, hit me up. But I was- So what no did you, so just for curiosity's sake, um, because I suffered through it with so many other countless Americans, um, which was a mistake, uh, probably the mistake of September. I'm glad that September's over because that would be the mistake. You know, I think I was just too much. I was like already just like, no, my anxiety is kind of a little bit wacky today. You know what? Let's, let's, let's not. If I can control what I watch, I can control what I stream. So come on, control. 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 Very true. <laughs> so I said, you know, I'm not going to watch it. I'm not. Bringing that energy into my house. I'm not bringing that energy into my spirit. Mm -hmm. I said, you know what? Hey, I know if anything big happened, anything is said, I have all my friends on Facebook. So what? I, so, so what'd you hear, Kim? You, we got we got seven viewers now watching your your lovely faces. I on heard the that it was like complete. <laughs> mess those the clips that i saw this morning i was like this was a debate okay so M matthew how did it go through your lens last night 
We're so joined, by the way, everybody. Thank you so much for watching. We're joined tonight by Matthew Shrink and Kimberly Dacus, both members of the Love City tribe and team. Matthew is a fantastic menswear fashion designer and a couture yarn maker. And Kim is lost a whole person um, in her fitness journey, like literally a person um and we'll, so we'll talk about it in a little bit for those people that that hang on but back to the debates what ha what happened last night y'all well i forgot to watch immediately so i missed like the first portion of it which i think is probably a blessing in disguise because as soon as i turned it on i just felt my heart like in my throat and i was like oh his voice like i can't even listen to him and he just he like biden would be talking about something and he would just interject these little words like to try and like throw him off and like spin him and i'm like just let him let the man finish his sentence let him finish the statement you, you can't shut up for two minutes it was a lot it was like and i mean the combative and kind of um just childishness of these two yeah. old ass men yeah i mean it's like do we really have to like it reminded me of the men that like grumble and like argue on the muppets like that's it, what i thought of too but they were not as entertaining at all <laughs> because it because it was a because all of it is like this big like sketch comedy show that's happening where like everyone's yelling and no one can hear the moderator's doing a terrible job i loved how this morning in the news they tried to spin it and was like he was very professional i was like trying to be but it professional is like i mean i i saw what he was trying to do but yeah he did it sometimes and sometimes he just like lost complete control of it and they should have just like cut the mics yeah wrap it up do they need playoff music or i mean I, I mean we're also in a time i mean we have all of this technology like in our hands why can't they put like little countdown clocks on their podium and, sure the, and, and sync it with what's happening on the screen like what we're doing here and then they get two minutes and when it clocks down we hear a buzzer i mean they want this shit to be fucking reality television anyway right right well, the gladiators right like why can't we get the like we did in the in the in the early 90s you know the remember the gladiators came on saturday afternoons or I was just talking about Saturday shows the other day because I'm hearing that the whole the news Saved by the Bell is coming out. I'm like, Saved by the Bell? I used to watch that Saturday morning. Doing another one? Did you watch uh, Saved by the Bell, Matthew? We were too saved in my house or Saved by the Bell, and those kids were kissing each other and stuff. That was sin to my mother. I think I was too young to watch Saved by the Bell. Oh, what are you trying to say? Ooh. I'm not trying to. I'm just trying to say that it wasn't Ooh. aimed at my demographic. Let us know, viewers and listeners, tonight on uh, listening into the Get Report happening every Wednesday at nine for your uh, encouragement. Did you watch Saved by the Bell? Were you allowed to watch Saved by the Bell? And if you did, who was your favorite character, or were you in a sanctified house like I was raised in, where Christ was the only bell that was going to ring in that Skip month? Go was going to save you. Say it again. Christ was the only thing that was going to save you. That's it. Not no bell. Ain't no bell because the bell, because the bell wasn't in the Bible. Exactly. No, I never. I I missed the Save by the Bell era. <laughs> well, you should be blessed. What did you watch then, Matthew? 
I don't know. I watched like Arthur and Wishbone and What's the Wishbone. Song? Which they're making a movie, I think, of Wishbone. I loved Wishbone. I loved. Oh, I we, we, have, we have a comment. Tara Nicole Murphy said, "Heck yeah, I did." Heck yeah, you did what? You watched, you Saved watched Wishbone. Saved by the oh, Bell with the debate, all three. Arthur, too. My son watches Arthur, and I kind of like sometimes be like, "Is it Arthur new or is it in reruns?" They have new Arthur's. The new Arthur. Mr. Ratburn. Yeah. He got gay married. His oh. Mr. Ratburn married his husband. He got gay married, and it was a whole thing. Remember, thing. Tara says she uh, she watched uh, Saved by the Bell and Wishbone. <laughs> Wishbone was magic to me because like, he actually became those characters, y'all. Yes. Oh, yeah. You remember when he was Sherlock Holmes in the little hat and the little jacket? Oh, the little Cyrano de Bergerac. Say it again, Matthew. When he was Cyrano de Bergerac, and they kept making fun of his nose, but like he couldn't help because he's a dog. <laughs> I'm with I'm all I'm all with that good quality programming. What did y'all watch? Uh, Tara Nicole Murphy says that wishbone dog got to be passed by now. Why would you do that? Oh, oh, come on. Lord. Don't remind wishbone, me. Oh, Lord. Wishbone. He can't tell us what's the story no more. If you're going to talk about that, Tara, then you're going to have to eulogize Wishbone in the comments right now. What do you What do you need to say about the spirit of Wishbone? Jesus. He's wagging up another tail. Do you get it? He's wagging a he tail in the cloud. Story, man. I hope he got the story, man. What's the story, Wishbone? What is he, got... <laughs> he finally got it, Jesus. He finally got the story. He finally got the story. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness okay so let's talk for a little bit um about the reason why we're here there's a lot of bullshit going on in the world like we experienced last night with um that you know horrible excuse for a debate and there's just a lot of un uh, uncertainty and um insecurity in the world tara nicole murphy says only the good die young that's why god takes all the dogs so soon wow 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 we needed that. We needed that for today. We needed that. We needed that real quick. <laughs> Tara got really, really sent sentimental Ooh. about the about the Thank dogs. You, I mean that because honestly, because how long ago was Bishbone? Like ninety five. It's a long time ago. And still, and we're still talking about it. It made an impression for sure. I think they're all on like, YouTube now. I tried, I tried Micah on Wishbone. Why was I Micah's Wishbone? This is some good stuff. He wasn't trying to hear it. So the dog in in the Sherlock Holmes wasn't doing it for him the way it did it. <laughs> Little deer, like deer stalker cat. I was like, look, and I said, this is cool, Micah. He was like, watch something else. So of the two, so of the two of us, like uh, I mean, sorry, of the three of us, <laughs> I can't count. All of a sudden, it's it's the Merlot, everybody. Cheers, everybody! Oh, to Wednesday. Goodness. Cheers to goodness. Cheers to life while we're here and while we have it. If you, uh, David Kwong Fong says, life needs to be fifteen times faster. Is the lesson here? No, it doesn't. Mm -mm. I can't take it any faster than it's going, David. Either. Like it's going. Like, it's what? already a bit like extra. <laughs> like honestly like I was like wait I'm 36 it's 
over. Now, if you're 36, then that means that I'm 20. Tried it. Try it. Let's see. Try it. Don't. Just... I, you know, I'll call you out on the internet. So don't, don't, don't. <laughs> check your jacket. Just check your jacket. Check the jacket. Check it. Okay, so you, I'm sorry. So you're 36, and what's happening? Like, okay, so I turned 37 next February or this February now, I guess, because October starting tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, you know, and like this year has been so fast, even with COVID, I feel like everything was going lightning speed. It's not slowing down, is it? But still, like we're in quarantine, but I feel like, you know, quarantine and COVID-19, which just means we just had to, what's more buckled down at the hospital, it's still a regular day, you know? So, um, I feel like, Everything is going so fast, even with what's going on in the world. Like, I think we could still slow down a little bit. I know some people are like, probably to go out the house. Like, even today, coming home from work, there's so many, there's so many people on the streets that I'm like, now I'm like, I remember going to work in March and April, and there was nobody on the road do you think people are taking it less seriously or they, they think it's over or they're they're a little bit from common from column a a little bit from common common b you know there's mm-hmm. still um i talked to one of my co-workers uh today um i actually i was you know i found out his mom died and i was just oh, telling man, i'm sorry to hear that no i was giving him my condolences and come to find out i heard that his dad died too like back to back, child. Back three weeks, three weeks from COVID. In the middle of all of this. Yes. Well, they they died from COVID. Oh, they died yeah. from COVID. So they're part of the two hundred thousand yes. that that homie was trying to like downplay last night. Exactly. And th- th- I, people don't realize, like, like uh, not to like pivot off of, like, I'll be right back. Like my youth pastor's mother. <laughs> died in, in, in from COVID in all of this. And people don't realize that like, to your point, these people have faces. Mm-hmm. Like it's actually his mom and his dad. It's like, yeah, cause I honestly, at first I was honestly, cause I haven't seen, like I saw him in passing, but I haven't, wasn't able to, you know, sit, you know, talk to him and, you know, give him my condolences. So, you know, I was, I saw him I was like, hey, you know, just want to give you my condolences um, about your mom. And he was like, yeah, my mom and my dad. Child. I buried them. Within four weeks, I buried my mom and my dad. That I just buried my mom, my dad last week, Thursday. He's like my first day back. And I just, and the thing, he wasn't crying. He's like, you know, I've been going through a lot about it, but you know, I'm, I, when you told me that I started tearing up, like this automatically, like, oh my gosh, like, I mean, I've lost my mother. And just to think that to lose my mother and my father within three weeks and you here at work, working in the car. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Given everything that we know about how like <clears throat> how preventable all of this 
you know, some of this has been like, that's horrible that this man lost, like probably people that would have been, I mean, how old do you think he is? If you had to guess it, um, you think these people had time? How old were they? I mean, they were old, they were older and he, they were older. They've been married 62 years, you know, but still, still. didn't have to go out. I'm, saying, I'm going out on a bang. Yeah, not to do motherfucking you know, because I'm not trying to go out there. Like that's why, like one of my things, the reasons why I decided to lose weight was because I did not want to be. Oh, I'm gonna be dead at 54. My mom died of cancer, colon cancer, at 54 years old. She had high blood pressure. She had diabetes. Dude, and my mother wasn't a big person. She was wearing a size 14, but. A, you got to be being dealt the card. Your father died of stomach cancer. And you get dealt the card. Oh, you got. Oh, her, wait, her father died of stomach cancer too? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that part of the story. Oh, you better be. You you need to go and eat a garlic clove right the fuck now. <laughs> I do. I do. That's you, need I do. <laughs> you need to go to the kitchen. You didn't tell me. <laughs> You didn't tell me that that the daddy that the father that the father had cancer too, and then your mother did. Oh, mm -mm. don't it's worry. Strong tower. I, you know, I actually got my appointment with my colonial, um, my um, gastroenterologist on the twenty third. I believe twenty third is this month. I know I scheduled it. Actually, it's her. It was my mom's doctor as well. Mm. You know, black woman graduated from Yale. So, you know. Good. Mm -hmm. Dr. Yolanda Johnson. Shout out. Okay. Okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay. I, you know, I stick with. We'll be praying for her, especially as you go ass up. Well. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I decided that I'm not going to do my colonoscopy at the hospital that I work at. I was like, mm -hmm. I'm not. No, I'm going to be. Could you imagine if somebody pulled the fire alarm or if something happened at, at where you were? <laughs> like, <sighs> I'm out here. <laughs> no. No, that's that's wisdom. That's All right. Wisdom. No, I'm not going to do it there. You know, I'm a, I might go to one of the other hospitals and that. Mm -hmm. like, and then I'm a regular patient. I might not carry my ID. <laughs> I mean, but this is a form of self care. All of it, the colonoscopy, like everything. I need to I need to schedule one too. My issue is that I don't want to be out in amongst the people. Like, if it's going to get me between now and when we get released from the house it's gonna get me because there's so much out there already <laughs> you know like you gotta like you gotta like combat covid and all the bs like on the way to like get that procedure right yeah. i don't want to be in the hospital oh i think Fair i lost enough. i think we lose a little bit of your feet There we go. I think there we go. I think the sound went went down somewhere. There we go. I love it. I love it. Well, okay. So, cousin Matthew, what are you doing in the area of self care? 
um, given that we are like everyday being kind of our, all of our, I feel like they're intentionally pushing our buttons like every day, especially people who are like prone towards like social justice or, you know, giving a fuck about another human being. Just imagine that, <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. I feel people that are on that wavelength that just want to care about another human being. You see someone, a car crash on the side of the road and your first thought isn't like, you know, like wanting to like, you know, see it, but like to also like m make sure that the people who are going through that situation are okay. Um, so like, how are you balancing this out? Well, I definitely try and limit my time on social media. I just finished watching the social dilemma today, like you talked about, and that was some, some wild bullshit. <laughs> Like, like you kind of know all the things that are happening with social media. Like, you know that, like, you're getting all your data. And, like, everyone talks about how they're, they're taking your data, but you don't really know what they're doing with it. And then they tell you what they're doing with it. And you're like, oh, targeted ads. Hell. It's, I mean, sometimes I, I like a targeted ad. Like, I got some things I really like out of it. I was like, oh, this is a really nice product. But a lot of times, it's bullshit. So, yeah, some sometimes... I, I'm not against a well-placed targeted ad as well because sometimes it kind of speeds up the process. I'm like, you know, I was looking for that because now I'm yeah. going to tell the whole world. I'm actually looking for an air fryer, that, like that air fryer convection oven toaster oven hybrid thing you sent me, Kim. Oh. But do you know that you sent it to me? And we can't talk on, on the public space about how you sent it to me, but you sent it to me there and it was like cheap, right? Wasn't it like 40 some dollars or something like that? I looked back, it is one fifty seven now. It must have been on sale. I told you to go get it at that time. I told you. She told you. I told you. <laughs> I told you. Go ahead and get that. I even I sent you because I'm looking for a microwave air fryer. Oh, and I already got wait, one I'm looking wait, at, but I don't wait, know. Wait, wait. Is that a is that really They're combining a, all of is that a thing? I just don't fuck with microwaves anymore because my cousin got me into, um, for, those, for those of you who don't know out there who are listening to this back, like I live with um, my cousin, which was a childhood dream come true. Um, and she, for some reason, does not do microwave food um, as a holistic practice. Um, and so we've just never had a microwave here for the last few years um, in this space. Yeah, you've been here. You've been here countless times, and there's never um, been a microwave. We've always heated the food. Yeah, you have a toaster oven, but you don't have a microwave. Yeah, and we've heated. I mean, we just did it like you know, like we, you know, like our ancestors did. But what our ancestors did not have that we have is the oppressive yet lovable Amazon. And exactly. let me tell you something. The moment that I can find, cause I think, oh, hey, shit. I think <laughs> what you showed me. <laughs> was perfect kim because it'll sit in a toaster oven size slot has anybody out there who's watching tonight um on twitter and facebook and twitch and lovecityarts.org um have y'all seen these hybrid fryer convection oven toaster oven beauties i have not i've seen the instant pot air fryer combo thing and everyone loves that. 
I got me. A, Wait, I got a. I pop. got one the other. I love my instant pot, but it does. It doesn't have. It have the air fryer. It's a. It's kind of more of like instant pot crock pot. Yeah. I was. It was on Amazon. Got me one day. It was fifty. It was like seventy percent off, and I was like, I'm gonna get this. Have a slight addiction to kitchen appliances. Say that one more time. I have a slight addiction to kitchen appliances. I used to, too. Now I don't have space for them, so I can't. That's what I was about to say. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly it. I'm coming out of space. So, see, that's why I'm like thinking about the microwave air fryer because my microwave she's getting up there in age so it's i think it's time for her to you don't feel like the microwave takes the flavor out your food no i don't think it does i mean there's flavor in my food regardless (laughs) let us be flavorful so Let us be clear in front of the Lord and everybody that no matter where her food is, it is flavorful. Exactly. Flavorful. If you got some flavor in it, you ain't got to worry. Okay, so if it's, the flavor is going to come out anyway in the microwave, I warm up food at work and be like, well, what was that? What I cooked or what was the barbecue or whatever, you know. For those of you tuning in and just popping through, this is a good report um, on Love City Live. We just sit, we just sit on uh, 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 as muffets on tuffets on Wednesdays uh, with Love City Arts cool kid friends. Uh, Kimberly Dacus Wilson is actually a board member at Love City Arts, and Matthew Shrink is our head of fashion. And so they, you know, we're featuring um, some of our team members tonight uh, this week, but also centering love and and the fact that the barbecue in the microwave at work makes everybody ask kim like maybe look you know like now tara's out here saying that the microwave doesn't make it hot and it doesn't stay hot as long you gotta admit and microwave food doesn't stay hot as long as like a conventional reheat that's true true that's true. That's true. That's true. So point, see, I'm a point, point to Tara. Anyway. Say it again. So <laughs> what'd you say? I my food up for like two minutes. I'll be like two minutes. I'll be back. So you say it's half okay. cold anyway. Like you're eating gazpacho when it should be like no, hot. No, I, I, gonna, my food state, I like hot food. <laughs> so I'm going to warm it up for two minutes. It's going to be I, hot. I have not... Um, Use their microwave in like five years, five, six years. Woo! Five or no, that's a lot. Woo! Maybe uh, five, five years. It was it was in Bedsty. Was when I had a microwave last. I haven't had a, I haven't had a microwave since I lived in Bedsty because in the hippie place, Kitty Bleach. Kitty Bleach. Kitty Bleach. They <laughs> didn't, they didn't have a microwave there either. <laughs> Interesting. Crazy ass white people. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Sorry, Matt. That just had to I didn't take no offense. He knows what was it like, Matt. Matt oh, you Matt. know, Kitty Bleach. <laughs> Matt, I don't Matt, know the place, Matt. but it's, Matt, I know white people are wild. Matt wasn't. <laughs> Matt wasn't invited there because Matt is a chill, like cool person, and I would never invite a cool, chill person to deal with the fuckery. 
Um, it, you know, and so yeah, you didn't. You we were in each other's lives, but we just met like in Manhattan or in other places because nobody deserves that. David Kwong Pham says most microwaves break down, so they are fun to take apart. See, we got a physic. You know, we got that's the resident uh, physicist in the room wanting to take apart. Is it safe? I don't think it's safe, David, to take apart uh microwaves. It. See, mine, I mean, break down as in breaking down as in breaking it down because I'm going to say this. This Kenmore, I, my, it was my mom's original Kenmore Oh, from back in like 2000 when the one we had the 20 years before finally died. Oh, that's your mother's <laughs> microwave. Twenty. That microwave's been around for 20 years? You definitely need a colonoscopy. You definitely need a colonoscopy. Listen, your ass is getting x-rayed every time you go for coffee. <laughs> you said you got a 20-year-old microwave. When you're, oh, microwaves are $50, Kim. First of all, for at least maybe 10 of those years, <laughs> it was in a box. Because we've always lived somewhere that had, perfection. had <laughs> Michael in Those were the years where um, uh, there was no mileage in those years. Right. It was rest. She, she was in the box. No turds. She she was she had the cover or she was in the garage. Okay, <laughs> in the back of the closet. Upkeep them. Okay, she was in the back of the because you couldn't give her away. She was still a good microwave. You know, I wasn't gonna give her Good away. Fifty dollar microwave. If she was a fifty dollar microwave, I would have gave her away. But she wasn't no fifty dollar microwave. It no, was we Ken Moore. It was Ken Moore. That's from Sears. Ken Moore Sears and Robock. Okay. <laughs> okay. They were still together back then. Okay. Yes, child. Okay. From twenty Sears. years ago. Twenty okay. years ago. Oh, I'm Sears, that was Montgomery Ward's. Okay. Marshall, oh. <laughs> they were like, you know, that house down on the corner glows, right? We we haven't been able to tell the lady that lives there, Miss Wilson. We ain't been able to tell her that her house at night actually glows in the dark. <laughs> I wish it did because it'd be dark back in Milwaukee. It'd be dark as hell. So I wish it did because so I can sit there and try to get home. Listen, okay, look, okay. So I couldn't see. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> while while we're in the kitchen right now, let's talk about your 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 miracle in life that you created for yourself. Okay, so I knew Kim. Um, Kim is one of my friends from undergrad. We met. Um, did we meet at Lee Day or was it just like freshman year in two thousand two? I did meet you. I think we saw each other at Lee Day. You know, everybody see each other. I thought we crossed paths. Lee Day is yeah. like the is the uh, help me, Kim. Lee, it, it's like you go. <laughs> Baptist where Christ is king. Is that what you want me to say? <laughs> no, no, that's, th that's the traumatic part. Um, <laughs> the Christian school woes. Hate uh, by Christ. You know, listen, okay, right to the burning pit. Um, <laughs> anyway, I digress. Keep me on track. We met in 2001, 2002. So we've been friends and buddies and <laughs> laughing in the ways that we do for the last 18, 19 years. And in that time, Kim has been on a very specific journey, and I'll let you talk about that for like the next few minutes. Um, I know I spoke on it earlier. Um, 
I remember back in 2015, 2014, actually October 2014, and um, went to the doctor and she was like, you're pre-diabetic. You're over 300 pounds. You have, you have already, your mom, you told me your mom died of colon cancer. Your father just had a stroke and was in ICU for over a month and almost died. And plus he had a triple bypass. Um, My Lord. Diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol. This is what you want to do, you know. Shout out to Dr. Lou, I love her, you know. Um, she um, is a... That's your, that's your physician. That's my, that's my PCP. Primary care physician. <laughs> which, which, let's have a gratitude moment for healthcare. You know, body temple. Know, thank you. You know, it's you need you need some of these. There's you need doctors. You still there's doctors out here that is still that really care about their patients and care and want the best for their patients. And and what I'm saying, we recognize also that lots of people don't have quality healthcare at all. Like right. so many people in our country will die from poverty and a lack of health care because their toe got infected and it got in their bloodstream and they just died. Right. Like even at that time, I'm even say this, I don't think at that time was I on even at probably was maybe between insurances. So I was at the, she was at the health clinic, even though now she's moved over to North shore and I could see, see her at North shore. But, um, she, you know, let me know. She was like, you know, is this what you want? And I had to really have a big, you know, sit that went home was like, no, I don't want to be like that. I'm not, I can't, I'm, you know, my mother died at 54, 54 is young nowadays, you know, 54, 54 year olds are, you know, doing marathons and all types of stuff. So I can't, can't do that. That's not cool. That means oh, my means half of my life is over then already. So um, I decided, you know, I took a look at stuff in the mirror and I was like, hey, um, I got to do this and I know it's going to be hard and just took little steps and take one thing is, hey, cut this out. Let's do a little bit of more can you, movement. Can, can you talk a little bit about that, like that moment? And I, I mean, I'm not, I don't, I'm sure it's like a series of moments. It's not like one moment in time when like the sky opened and like the tablets came down and you were like, oh, right. and you were like, right. I must never eat another donut in my life. Like what, what, like you said, you looked yourself in the mirror and you made a decision. Was it just, was it just that resolve for you that made this that is, happen? I, I was, you know, you're tired of being tired. And I want to stop here and anchor this because this could be for anybody that listens in the podcast after or that's watching live. It doesn't have to be 300 pounds. It, 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 it could be anything. It could be porn addiction. It mm -hmm. could be, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say depression because that gets to like clinical things and I'm definitely no one's doctor. But, but like, I mean, I could say it too because I mean, I was depressed about a lot of things and just not happy about how I was living and using eating my feelings i had to recognize that i ate my feelings a lot 
a lot, a lot, a lot. You I've been know. guilty of that in COVID. I think I think I've shared that with you, um, Kim. But like, on it's the- definitely in COVID. I I know. Like, I was even my aunt sent me a picture of me last year, and I was like, "Wait, this last year?" <laughs> you know. But um, so we've been going through a lot together as a community. We've a lot. It just. Figuring out into you know just oh you had to be at home and we cook big meals. And, you it's know you have lot. to drink on it, drink on it. You know just you know yeah. we, drink. Drank lot, drink. we drank a lot during COVID. Just trying to sit there, just like man. And I know I know the cap the calories are empty, but I'm like fuck it, like they feel good. Yeah. You no, know, many lasagnas were made. Easter was during COVID. I think there was a turkey, macaroni, and cheese. it was like Thanksgiving all over again. So all what do you signs. what do you feel pulled into and called into right now as it relates to your body? Like, are you are you happy with your body temple right now? Is there like? Um, I was actually talking to my husband about it um, yesterday. I was like, shout out, Mike. Mike. <laughs> so- hey, Mike. <laughs> So um, I was like, yeah, I was, yeah, I lost that weight, but I thought maybe I got to the point that I might have was too skinny. Does that make sense? Or maybe too skinny for my. Yeah, my no, no, no meat on the bones for what you want to. Yeah. Right. Like, wait, hold your, on. Like, your I own was, personal jiggle quotient. Right. I'm like, oh, like I looked at a picture, I was like, "Wow, I was, I got, you know." So I'm kind of glad to release putting some of my little weight back on. I put a little bit weight back on, but also I've been doing a little uh, muscle building too, trying to then do push-ups and doing more squats and lifting a little bit more. So I'm building muscle. So yeah, even with the weight I did put on, I know there's a lot of it is muscle. And mm-hmm. I wish I needed my muscle. I needed my muscle back too. So, yeah. Didn't want nobody to think they. Oh, she could. They could take me out here. They all ain't all. You ain't taking nobody. Ain't, <laughs> um, ain't no. Feel solid. Okay. <laughs> You're laying out. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody getting disappeared out here. Okay. Okay. We 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 ate good during COVID. We ate good. We're blessed. Like, um, you know, we were getting free meals in the hospital. You know, a lot of companies did donate food. So there was. Oh, that's right. I should say that Kim Kim is an essential worker. And so Kim has been working at her healthcare center locally throughout this whole thing. Nonstop. Top to bottom. So thanks to all of the essential workers out there. And thanks to you, Kim, for. Because I know that particularly. Um, Kim and I, that's my sister, and we talk every day. And in the beginning of this crisis, when no one had any clarity on what it was even that was taking people, Kim still had to go into that hospital not knowing any of the facts. Um, And I know that that took an emotional toll on you as well. So thank you for, you know, doing what you did um, in your work. Thank you, Kim. Well, I mean, honestly, like looking at it now, will I do it again? No, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, 
You I, said, wait, you said looking back. That's you. That's a, a different response. Some of people usually say you said looking back. If you had to do it all over again, and Tara's clapping for you through the internet right now. Thanks for being here, Tara, and everyone else um, on the live feeds and live streams. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm just gonna be like go. It was crazy because literally every day, it was something new. It was something different. Oh yeah. Different protocol. Like it was to the point that, okay, I was going through, you know, regular entrances that I could go through to open the door. And I was like, wait, I can't get through this door. I was like, wait, did they fire me or something? They could have called me at home at least. <laughs> Come on, wait. My guess, y'all fired me. Y'all could have called me on the phone. Lots of rapid oh, change. <laughs> Lots of rapid change was happening. Yeah. Like, like right there, there was no, you know, hey, this is what's going to happen. No, they're like, you know, like right now we're still going through one door. We're still being, we had to do a questionnaire before we, two hours before we get on. on How are the numbers in, in Illinois? Because um, our clusters here in Brooklyn and Queens that are growing with infection rate. Um, they were going there. Like I think the per positive rate was at, uh, I think they said 3.9 yesterday or something like that. I haven't really looked at it okay. today. I think 3.7. I didn't look at it today's uh, reports. Mm -hmm. um, I know like 14 people died yesterday. I'm not 14. sure about You know, still people are still dying from COVID out here. It's not over. I mean, I know there's people that are like, ah, it's fear. There's no, you don't have to be fears. You had to be smart. And but like this, a lot of people weren't washing their hands. Let's be for real. Oh, well, we, we know that, 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 you know, a lot of take like see i'm like i was having a discussion with one of my supervisors she was like oh just make sure you know you clean after yourself and clean your dust and use hand sanitizer i said this is i do this regardless you were doing that before I, even covid before covid i keep bottles of hand sanitizer was keeping bottles of hand sanitizer regardless and having soap and social distancing and disinfected like anybody out there let me say this because Anybody had anybody has a can of Lysol? If I could get just one can of Lysol, I will even just just one spray a day. I wouldn't even just one can of Lysol. Just need one can of Lysol. Matt, <laughs> uh, do you, is there any um, is there any Lysol up in Harlem? Spray Lysol. We got Fabuloso. Is that okay? Fabuloso, oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see that in stores now. I don't see Lysol. <laughs> Kim, I didn't know that it was still that bad for you. I would send you, I would, of course, I, like, you just need, like, regular, like, ch -ch -ch, like, antibacterial uh, Lysol. You know, the, you know, the aerosol disinfectant. Can you not find Lysol on the internet anymore? I, I they have no Lysol. I even went to a more affluent neighborhood. I was like, they probably, gonna have, they're going to have Lysol in here. Oh, it's out. Okay, so does anybody that's on the call tonight and anybody who um, is watching and listening in the replays on the podcast that I got to catch up on and make sure that all of those episodes get uploaded with the audio. Anybody from S.E. Johnson, a rap. Yes, and so K Kim know. is looking for look. a professional Lysol name brand disinfectant spray. If you live in a community that has it, we will cash app you money. 
plus shipping to send it to LCA headquarters and then we'll get it to Kim. Go to the store tomorrow. I'll take a look. One. One can is all is it, she needs. Can it only One. be the aerosol or can it be like the spray bottle, like without the aerosol? I really, I have like disinfected as in sprays. I need an aerosol, you know, a quick okay. aerosol. Make sure. <laughs> Kills 99.9%. .9 okay. Hey, viruses and bacteria. Is that the you just gotta like tape it down and like throw it in the office and run like a blood bomb. <laughs> you know, I've been spraying this. I've been spraying the other stuff that's been like, you know, let me just but it doesn't mist in the same way, right? No, um, Tara, not wipes. She's looking for the actual old school down by the sink can can. Aluminum can. Aluminum. Like, they, got blue, they got the blue cap. They got the white cap. I think they got a pink cap one. You got a yellow one, too? You ain't got no cap right now. Oh. But somebody has a garage full of it. Somewhere. Yeah, they're charging and 15 I, bucks a pop. Touch the hem. If you, could touch <laughs> if you could touch the hem of the garment. No, she's talking about it's uh, the Lysol disinfectant spray, the 19 ounce can aerosol. 99.9% .9 of viruses and bacteria kills over 100 illnesses, causing germs, including cold and flu viruses, kills the Amazon odor page? causing bacteria. Uh -huh. Are you reading the Amazon page? Sure, I am. Okay, it's rehearsed, or you just knew, or making it up? Could could you imagine if who do I look like carrying around fun facts or Lysol disinfectant spray on the tablet of my motherfucker? Some people would know everything about Lysol. Somebody's got to. There's somebody. There's somebody out here. I bet there's at least one person who can name everything. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, the, yeah, the numbers are that. There's more than that, but it ain't my my ass. No, I got a second screen over here. Okay. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just reading uh, the shit so that people know specifically what Kim Kim has been asking for this, and I cannot help because I've not been looking for it the way I'm supposed to um, oh. when I'm out, and I don't go out much because I'm trying to like not die. Um, you know that little small fact. You know. It's crazy, um, but that yeah, Lysol disinfectant spray. All right, so Target has it. Wait, where you see it? And on the internet, Target says it's in stock. Wait, Target.com? Yeah. One second. My Bronx terminal location has limited supply. Ooh, well, see, that's like one, two can. It's in. It's in the. It's actually in the. It's in there. I guess it means that I'm shopping at that store. I don't but want. But you don't that. live up there. That's the closest one to me. It's just across the water. Oh, it says that we have it in stock too in Queen in Queen's Place. Tara says she found a case of twelve for two hundred four dollars. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. What was it? She says right there, she got a case of 12 for $204. Ah! What a steal. Like, that, is, that is absurd. It is $5 a can at Target. Do that not, Tara. $60 no, case. Tara says, Tara, stop. Tara, stop. Tara says that. 
How, what is this line? How big is this case? Sarah says, that's by me. I can put it in an order and pick up tomorrow. Do not. I repeat. Kim's ass. Uh, do are not. drums of Lysol? Well, I'll say just. It's a fucking breaky bad size drum of fucking disinfectant. <laughs> no, Tara. I, it's would, not I would. My grandkids. <laughs> grandkids will still use that <laughs> it's so i don't know why they won't ship it but they say it's in stock about two miles of a walk well, i guess me. it is twenty dollars if you buy it on google it's twenty dollars it's twelve dollars and 39 cents over here not eligible for order pickup it's because like they want you to go in there and see the shelf fucking empty and leap this is the reason and if i go they in want- there let me tell you something. If they get me out oh, here, I'm like, oh, twelve thirty nine, such a deal. Queen's place, right, right down the street. If I go over there, and they say, "Have you checked at Home Depot, Kim?" Ooh, ooh. Well, I just found it online at Home Depot. Cousin Matthew is so resourceful. Let me tell yes, you. Yes, because he's because honestly, because could we talk to Cousin Matthew later on? about the holiday special and the fashion, because I do want to cook. Which holiday special? Yes! Okay, wait, 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 wait. Tara, do not go to that Target and spend $204 on a case of 12 Tara. fucking Lister, not Listerines. It's the same, the Listerine of the air. Tara, I appreciate it, dear, but no, no, not for two hundred dollars. Two hundred and four dollars. And four, you gotta go. You gonna have to go go get a ten. I will throw. I will throw boiled water in the air. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God, I will take a whole pot of water and fling it into the. Into the sky oh, for no. two hundred and four dollars. You can. <laughs> I wish I would. You stay right where you are, Tara. <laughs> you are a dear friend. We are. We love you, Tara. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tara. <laughs> no, Tara. It's okay. I we been. We ain't had no no. Cheers to Tara. Cheers to Tara. Tara's good people. Tara's good people. Tara's coming. Tara's coming on. Cheer, Tara. Let me calm down. Team teamwork makes the dream work. Teamwork does make. Yes. Amen. Tara is a participant like uh, cousin Matthew and won't you be my neighbor? Uh, a white person who k- gives a fuck about Black Lives for a chain. And I was going to wear my shirt on here today, but I'm wearing on. Maybe so, you, so you wore your skin instead. Thank you. Yeah, thank God. Thank, yes, you are. You are blessed and highly. Speaking of clothing, oh my goodness, my like the ramble of all rambles. Matthew Shrink is here, the head of Love City Fashion. Um, could you tell us a little bit about what lights you up and makes you come alive about fashion personally, and then what's making you come alive about Black people in fashion right now? What makes me come alive in actually. Fashion. Tell us about black people first, and then tell us about you. 
fair. Um, black people in fashion. Um, it's such an interesting thing that I've been learning more and more about just as it has since George Floyd's murder. And since I've been in school, like we had, I went to FIT, the Fashion Institute of Technology. And when I was there, or this, I think it was the semester before I went there, they had an exhibit just on black fashion designers and it was limited. Um, I think it was limited because um, as far as archiving goes in a museum, they probably didn't view black fashion designers work as important as other major brands. And because the fashion industry in general has not viewed black fashion designers as worthy as white larger name brands were either. Um, but I learned about a lot through that. And through that, I learned about fashion history. There was something called the Battle of Versailles, which was a major fashion competition between America and European fashion. And um, long and short of it all is America won that battle, quote unquote, because they included black fashion designers and black fashion models. Um, but since that time in the 80s, that's completely been forgotten. Like you see the same 10 models walking down the runway. Everyone talks about the same 10 designers. There's a few that break into it every now and again. Um, so the major one that I, is at the top of my head right now is um, the creative director of Pierre Moss, Kirby Johnson. God, I always forget like his last two names and I feel like an asshole for it. It's No, 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 it's, it's fine. It's, fine. it's Kirk, Kirby at where? Pierre Moss. Um, he was just named the co like vice president creative director of Reebok today. So that was very hit, huge okay. to see. Mm -hmm. um, Kirby Jean right Raymond. That's what it's Kirby, Kirby Jean, Jean Raymond, Raymond, an American Haitian fashion designer who may be fine. Let me look at these. Photos. He is a fine gentleman. Let me see. I see. Oh, there's also Virgil Abloh. <laughs> you want me to share the screen? Okay, so for those for those of you who are who are listening to this in the podcast, you're gonna like you're gonna hear us talk about this. Look at this beautiful black man, Kim. He's so beautiful. He's so intelligent. He's you see him with he's hair. A smart man. That's why I said I wanted to see him. I think I've heard about him. Kirby Jean Raymond, Black Excellence, Pear yes. Moss's Kirby Jean. Look at. That's his brand, Pierre Moss. Oh, this is his brand. It's his brand. Yes. But he's like co-creative director of Reebok. That was announced today. And he had like a whole like series of Instagram posts about that. What do you say and speak up a little bit? You're saying that he that that he got announced as who for Reebok? The co-vice president or co-creative like, director of Reebok today. Oh my goodness. Okay. So Do that's you a big think deal. it is a big deal? Do you think it's a diversity hire for like points amongst the blacks? Or do you think he'll actually have some like influence in the creative process? From what it sounds like that he's been working with them for a while right now. So it does sound merit based, I guess, quote unquote. Um, not just a diversity hire. I think that that's always part of it because the fashion industry has come under a lot of scrutiny for its lack of diversity recently. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's always going to be a part of their hiring process, which has its pluses and minuses. Um, but he is definitely worthy of it. He, he deserves it so much more than other designers do. That's for sure. I love it. I love it. Okay, so we'll come back and talk about him and like do it on him um, in a second. I want to talk about the moment when you first heard 
scissors cut cloth. Were you, did you have a semi? Were you fully flying? Were you flaccid? How turned on were you? And Kim, I want you to think about this too. This is a very serious question, ladies and gentlemen, on Wednesday I, evening. I had to sit back and you, like get- You had to sit back and go, it's a, it's a reflection. Light a yeah. candle. Mm-hmm. Stroke the beard. Stroke, stroke, yeah, stroke the beard. That's exactly it. So were you flaccid? Did you have a semi? Or are you full on in your element when you as a fashion designer first heard scissors cut cloth for the first time? It would probably be a semi because I was very young when I heard scissors cut cloth for the first time. Mm-hmm. I come from a, so. I probably didn't know what was like I was very small. Like I come from a family of quilters. So All right, so let's let's okay, so let's go let's do a, a less creepy question. Yeah. Tell tell us about the time that you fell in love with fashion. Sure, I'll go there. We were always like making things when I was younger and being around like my grandma who was always quilting or cross stitching or whatever she was doing and then my mom just kind of passing that down to was, me. Was this out in Arizona though? Yes. Because Cousin Matthew's from Arizona, ladies and gentlemen. Um, don't steal his identity on my watch. Um, <laughs> it's not a good do, one. What do y'all need quilts for in the desert? I mean, like, there's parts of Arizona where it gets very cold. Like, I went to school in the mountains with 7,000 feet elevation in Arizona. So, like, nice. parts of it does get cold. And you only need, like, one. You don't need, like, a, a down comforter in the okay. winter. But, like, a nice, like, thin cotton quilt. Like, Perfect. But you watched your grandmother making these and you were like, wow, this is incredible because. Yeah, it was just something that like imbued in me, just like the handcraft nature of my family. Like they would weave rugs out of like old cloth and just the act of creating things with your hands. My family, pretty much like one person will do anything. (laughs) Like they make the cards, they scrapbook, they can, they cook, they do like I don't I don't know like the you know the Michaels craft store they know every aisle by heart. <laughs> I mean I think you have to have like a gift like like a gene for this like I think it has to be like something like I'm I'm thinking about what you're saying and saying that like the people in your history and in your lineage are craftsmen, craftswomen, craftspeople yeah. who have a gift about how they tactile use their hands. Like I try I don't know about you Kim I've tried to crochet and everything. And I can't stand that shit. But like See, cousin I, Matthew does it for hours. Hours. See, I've done the crocheting. I just I think I get, oh, I need instant gratification. Like oh, on, I, all I about need, patience. I need it to be do 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 do. I got a blanket. Like that quick. <laughs> yes. Do, 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 I got a blanket. Speaking of which, Tara's still on this thing about the Lysol. Tara's like, not to be creepy, but I found some good Lysol. Where should I show it? Leave the Lysol alone. Like, what, like how much <laughs> is it, though? How much is it? <laughs> um, but find out the price first. We'll find out the price. If, mm-hmm. I mean, look, if, if, if it's, if it's, I'll put it, I'll put it this way. If it's under $20. says, don't worry about it. If it's under, this could be some reparation shit, Kim, actually. 
This could be some reparations. This could be a live reparation. This could be a white lady. You know what? I'm gonna send you the e- I'm gonna send you the address as soon as we um as soon as we wrap up because this could be reparations. Tara saying Tara Nicole Murphy saying, "Don't worry about it. Not to be creepy, but I found some good Lysol. She found some good Lysol. I no, we've said." Do not spend two hundred and four dollars, Tara Nicole Murphy, on the Lysol. But if you wanna, if you wanna reparate the descendant of a slave by helping her put aerosol disinfectant, <laughs> I guess that's the reparations you want. That is what you, I mean. That's true. That's black what she liberation, needs right? Now. right. It's meeting the needs. Her needs. It's meeting the need. Okay, so Tara says good. All right, so we just, this is amazing. I will say I've been live streaming for about a year, year and a half, maybe even two, and I've never seen a live reparations Lysol handshake on the air. The first time hearing of one. Strong tower! <laughs> she said she's not going to spend that 204. She's not spending 204. Okay, good, 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 good. All okay. right, so, Back to Cousin Matthew. And by the way, everybody, I call him Cousin Matthew because um, of <laughs> Downton Abbey. Um, we started working together. That was like peak television, Downton like, Abbey. We would Wait. just, we we would, okay, so what's funny I, about Cousin Matthew? Because you know I love Downton. Well, we, we'll talk about it because like um, <laughs> peak bonding peak trauma bonding in new york okay because if you're you're not doing new york right if you've not cried openly in public or cried openly on the train or cried openly on the street so trauma bonding is serving snooty ass white people and celebrities at a soho restaurant (gasps) um (laughs) being the help literally in the basement at times or in the stairwell in the basement while Downton Abbey's at its peak. So imagine it, Kim. Like we're we're fucking Carson and Mrs. Crawleys are having full meal talking about whatever cousins drama marriage bullshit is degrading. We would be putting French toast on the table being like, you know, the way that Pat Moore and and uh you know Anna had that argument. We're you aggressively polishing silverware behind the scenes. I have recently started Rewatching the show with a, a new a new special friend, and in the watching, I'm realizing how much. And I'm sorry if this if this if no one's watched Downton. Spoiler alert! Now um, it's over. You gotta watch it. You honestly, because I was not. The, I was not. I, I was Anna. I, I, Anna always had a sweet spot for Mr. Bates. Mm-hmm. See that? I feel like see me and Mike. I say that's me and Mister Bates. That's me and Mike. And it you know, is mm-hmm. so. I could see that. Yeah, that's, that's it's so precious, Kim. Oh, that's, that's, that's I was like, oh, when I see him, when I first saw, I was like, oh, that's me and Mike. When she heard him crying about his injury, but from behind the door, and she kind of stepped back to like let him have his moment of dignity. But then checked in on him to bring his food up. Y'all know, like it's like episode one, two, or three, like earlier on. Yeah, that's very early. She yeah. always saw it for him, and she never let anybody discredit him, and yeah. she never let anybody come from it from the very beginning. And it's really mm-hmm. weird that when I look back at now, I thought that their relationship was something that blossomed like over time, and it did. Oh, it but did. They, they were they were tender to each other from the very beginning. 
start. From jump. From the moment he got there, because remember, he was a like a war compatriot or like a servant of or like a like a war buddy of of uh Lord Lord Grantham. Mm -hmm. Lord Grantham, yes, Lord Grantham. Any other Downton Abbey fans that are listening um in replays or watching this now or listening right now, um Lord Grantham was a war buddies with Bates. But he ended up working for Bates in the basement because of his station in life and his injury and all that stuff. stuff, stuff, stuff. Oh my gosh, y'all! When 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 Lord Grantham chased down that car that was taking Bates away, and, and this is not a bad spoiler. This is like episode one or two. These it's niggas still a these, whole six seasons left. These still niggas in in. Episode one or two, and these are white people, by the way, not ontologically, but like, but there was a black person. There was, don't give it away, don't give that oh, away, that, well, don't, that was, don't give that away because it's a lot of white people, but like, so, but, but there's, but there is black, there, there, there so. are black people in, in Downton, of course, of course, there's black people on earth, imagine that, and we don't oh, no. breathe, and we don't breathe fire. And if you do put bullets in our bodies, guess what? We're gonna fucking die. You don't <laughs> breathe fire? Wait, what? You didn't know that black people breathe fire? You didn't That's know we can lift told. cars and fucking people. huh? That's what I was told by white people. Exactly. You know we we're invincible. You didn't know we could shoot us fucking fifteen motherfucking times and we'll die, asshole. No. What? You didn't know what? that? That's crazy. It's fucking wild. But you know there are black people on Dan Downton and. It's chill. And they hit you in the chest. Episode one and two. When he went, stop the car! I said, <laughs> is this straight man chasing after his war buddy? And is, oh, yeah. And are my eyes... Men used to like, actually have emotions for each other. Mm-hmm. They were allowed to. Wait, black people don't breathe fire and men are allowed to have emotions? They were allowed. What happened, Matthew? Tell me about it. Um, these weird like revolutions happened where people just decided that they were going to put each other down and make one another feel worse about each other and make up random scientific facts and say it was improper for men to have emotional connections to one another, whether they were straight or gay. Also, the fact that like gay relationships used to be normal and was just, like a complete regular thing, and then. Christianity was like, uh, 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 no, no, no. And just like a lot of things happened. I blame it mostly on Europe. Also white people. Colonization. Yeah, white people. Jessica Conrad, my friend. Let me tell you something. Jessica Conrad, I'm going to wax poetic for like 30 seconds about my dear friend, Jessica Conrad, who I graduated from high school with. So I've known her since the 50s with you, like you as well, Kim. This is like, you know, I know you graduated. You were class of 52. Right, and I and I was close behind. No, you graduated class of forty nine. I know that Alzheimer's gets to you at times. <laughs> Shout out to people with Alzheimer's. At least you don't oh. remember last night. I'm probably gonna get horrible emails. Please, why? Sir, I can't. I can't be in leadership and say shit like that. But you like we know it, it was a joke. It is a blessing. We, we had, you got the joke I got right, right, Matthew. It was a quick joke, right? And I got then, it. And then he just I took. I'm extreme. What can I say? None of you motherfuckers are tethered to my bank account. You'd be all right. So Jessica Conrad. 
is a friend from high school who I've known since uh, 1998. Um, and what I was going to wax poetic about is the fact that, like, Matthew I've known for my whole time here in New York, um, by and large. Kim I've known for since undergrad. And Jessica I've known since middle school, in, the middle school transition into high school. Um, how wonderful it is. And I'm sure that you all have your own examples of this. Long term steadfast kind of petty kim but, but ultimately supportive like we petty as fuck like we just petty i'm petty you know petty betty but i'm not petty betty on sundays so. but you still love jesus but you still love jesus because you know but because because Okay. He we never first, had him love me. Okay. Anyway, thank you for hanging out, Jessica, and coming through the good report tonight and adding to the course of. I mean, this isn't the Andre show, but I I just wanted to stop for a second and just recognize that being friends with people for decades um, is not a small feat. Um, there's a lot of loneliness in the world, and there's a lot of pain in the world, and there's a lot of agitation and suffering. And I and I know that Matt. And Jessica and Kim and I are committed to easing suffering in the world in our own little corner of the sky. And, and you know, you should you should see Kim work in the halls of that hospital like Miss Fucking Congeniality. How you doing? How's your mama? How's your? I mean, you know, you know we found out that home is her died, but like, she, like I talk to, like I try to talk to, everybody. I talk from the president of the hospital to i'm gonna refresh my wine keep talking you know to the people in evs you know even though evs those are my people you know because a at the end of the day covid would have been a complete disaster if it wasn't for our people in evs our food mm -hmm. workers yep. they were the ones that were they were the ones that didn't have the proper ppes and going into oh room and serving patients because hey, they still gotta eat. Yep. They still gotta eat. Still gotta eat. The room still had to clean. Like full days. You know, in this in whole jumpsuits doing for even one of the um EVS workers I saw today, I was like, Oh, you're here. She usually is on the second shift. I was like, mm -hmm. I saw her. I was like, Oh, you're here early. It was about about twelve o'clock. She's like, Oh, I've been here took since nine. Frontliners. Oh, Frontliners. Are you working to 11? She's like, yeah. God. You know, oh. so like, yes, thank you for the doctors, thank you for the nurses that, you know, that were out on the front lines. But shout out to the EVS workers, shout out to the food service workers. Yep. I mean, if it wasn't for, you know, shout out to transport. You push you you push yeah. in patients that have COVID and have to have a helmet on their heads and mm -hmm. you're in a full suit pushing them to wherever because a even though they have COVID hey they might have colon cancer so guess what you had to sit there and push them to GI and hey yeah. it is what it is mm -hmm. so shout out shout out to them so you know just wanted to say that. They didn't get enough. Pro I mean, I didn't. I I still don't think. Um, call me controversial, but I still don't think the claps are enough. 
You know, like there was a period here in in New York where seven o'clock every night. I'm not sure if they're still doing it anymore, or if the or no. if the trend wore, wore off. Yeah. Um, but like they were clapping every night at seven o'clock for the first responders, and that's wonderful. But like, pay them and honor them, and like yeah. give them and like and hire more um, qualified people so they can have less um, stress. The equipment they need, they can do their job. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. It's, it was, I mean, it was honestly from March until maybe just maybe now, September, we're just getting that really like, okay, I'll say maybe August, maybe like August, we were maybe to 